Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Yeah. <laughs> 
3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting, noon till one, every Sunday afternoon, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for your company. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people, and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander peoples listening in, and also... Um, acknowledged that the land was stolen and never ceded and opened up today with Diana Wolf and the Wolfgang from their fantastic album from the early two, um, 2000s and um, Too Much Stuff, a cover of a song by Eric Bibb. Um, guests on that include two fabulous Australian musicians, Broderick Smith and Mick O'Connor, um, along with Diana Wolf on vocals, Brock O'Connor on guitar and vocals, Roy Zedris on Fender bass and vocals, and Pete Robbo Robertson on the barter drums. Um, and, well, no bartering away here that um, you've got a show covering pansexuals, pansexual issues between 12 and 1. If you want to get in touch with the show, there's lots of ways to do it. Um, you can email out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61 456 751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook, my page Sally Goldner, and on Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. And remember, any opinions on this show are my own and not necessarily um, um, coincidental with those of any organisation with which I am or have been associated. Don't think there'll be any um, real content warnings on the show today, but um, if there are, as a segment comes up, we'll talk about them. Um, well, I sometimes think that I've ended up with too much stuff, but I've tried to off- offload it, and I don't mean physical or possessions or um, you know, sort of consumerist or anything like that. We can all end up with psychological baggage, but sometimes we have things that help us get rid of it. And I know one thing for me seeing more and more trans people out and about. I've had this twice in the last couple of weeks. Um, in my the course of my travels, I was um, giving a lecture where I was on campus um, at Melbourne University a couple of weeks ago, and um, it was an early start. I just got in in enough time. But of course, this is Melbourne, and we operate under the Article 1 of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, a Melburnian's right to caffeine of all great quality at all times. You can look that up on the UN website, I'm sure. Anyway, I um, beelined for the nearest um, cafe and walked in, and I'll say carefully that I saw someone whose gender expression may not have fitted binary expectations. Now, 
I say that because we should never assume anything about anyone's gender, cis or trans or gender diverse or non-binary or no gender at all or anything else. But sometimes we'll say, I'll call it the trandar kicks in. And yes, the person um, did identify as part of the trans and gender diverse community and only just started and I didn't ask pronouns at the time. So I'll say their um, sense of identity and we got chatting. Now, many years ago, Uh, When I was on campus pretending, thinking I was going to be some sort of accountant or something and did a commerce degree from 1983 to 7, there wasn't any um, rainbow visibility, if I'll put it that way, at all. And, um, you know, therefore to see something like that, just someone openly being themselves in a retail setting, yes, a university campus we would hope would be a safer and friendlier place than a lot of other places, but that is a huge joy. And I had this again only this um, past Friday. I was giving a presentation, I'll just say, to a group of 70 young people. And it was at a town hall where myself and other panellists, um, panellists, I should say, uh, were on a platform. But I don't know the sexual orientation of or romantic attraction of um, anyone else on the panel. And it wasn't really relevant. But um, I... Um, you know, you just happened to look down into the crowd of, um, we'll just say, 70, year 10 to 12-ish sort of people. And even with my fading eyesight, my trandar picked up someone wearing a trans-coloured badge. And again, well, um, you know, the trandar went off. And after the panel, and, you know, taking a few of those questions that you sometimes get at the end, I said, I look, I just had to come and say hi. These are really things of joy for someone like me, who's 55 and a half years physical old, and... I'll say in spirit, is 26 years and five days old. Yes, it's the anniversary of when I came out to myself back on the 27th of April. And we need these things. We need this um, sense of visibility. And I was just wondering, um, for our listeners out there, and if you are listening later on via the podcast or repeat or on, on demand, pop these in down the track. Where was the first moment you had some sense of, I'll say, connection, visibility that is perhaps a little too literal and acknowledging that, of course, that um, we have people of all abilities and disabilities, the first sense of connection you got to part or parts of yourself? Um, I thought I think of this a lot because only last year, um, a colleague where I work in Transgender Victoria, part of the wider team, who at that point identified as, their word, non-binary, who was 32 at the time, said, I only heard the word non-binary six years ago. Now, this um, middle-aged took in a pansexual who often thinks about visibility and, you know, I didn't even have a word for myself for 29 and a half years and then finally got the word transgender, which got me in the right direction. It's sort of hard to believe. I thought internet sold everything. Um, And so just what sort of things was it? Um, Was it people? Was it something that started you ticking? I think honestly sometimes that... KD Lang, Lang's amazing album Ingenue perhaps began to you know, tap into something deep in me, even though, of course, KD is someone who identifies as lesbian, although has often thought, uh, as I think said sometimes, she would transition to male if it wasn't the concern about losing some of her vocal range or affecting it in some way. Um, yep, um, we've had a couple of messages. Um, so, so these things happen. So what was it, do you think, that got you ticking? Because... Um, Getting visibility so people can come out safely is really important. Um, you know, so we've had a couple of comments in a way that um, connect into um, already, one of which um, telepathically, in a way, connects into this. Um, 
Mel's um, emailed in or to out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. Hey, Sally, last night I watched the incredible interview with Elliot Page and Oprah Winfrey on Apple TV. I'm wondering if you saw it and your thoughts as I highly recommend it. Um, let's um, start with that first. Now, I haven't seen it, but obviously Elliot Page has just been such a tonic. Now, here's something trans men often I don't think get the right the visibility they want in the right way. I mean, for years we would talk about um, perhaps Patrick Califfia as a pioneering trans man. Then, of course, along came Chaz Bono, which I think was sensational. And now, of course, Elliot Page in the last few months has been amazing. And in other times in this country, we've had people like Page Phoenix going on The X Factor, and that made a huge boost for trans men as well. So um, we do need this. Um, So I haven't got around to watching the interview as yet, Mel, but um, I've only heard awesome things about it, so I'd better put it on that ever-growing to-do list. Um, The other part of your email is, um, I loved your comments in the age about how significant pop culture is, in playing a significant role with queer representation, this was a perfect example of two prominent people speaking thoughtfully about Elliot's journey. Yeah, look, I, I agree. I think we still need that visibility. And of course, when we people are multifaceted, such as, um, say, for example, sister girls and brother boys, they need that visibility in our Aboriginal community, in our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities. Um, what else could there be? I mean, um, someone, I'm going right off the the cuff here, and I'm wearing short sleeves, which is pretty interesting. Um, the last warm day, probably, of the season, or remotely warm, um, or mild, um, so it's a T-shirt day. Um, but off the cuff, I'm thinking queer and disabilities. Jack's Jackie Brown, who does awesome work. Greg Axton's, um is another one here in Victoria, um, who sort of flew the flag, so to speak, for many years, and is now, I think, um, a, an ambassador for the Pride Centre. Who else have we got? Um Gosh, I mean, you know, we could go through many, many others. Um, Navosa's in doing great stuff for young non-binary people and many others. Um, so um, I think, you know, we still need all of that as well. You know, I mean, you know, some people might say, you know, a white middle-aged trans woman, we've got enough stories of that. But it surprises me a couple of years ago when giving a training presentation at Monash University, a young non-binary person in the room said, I'd never heard an older trans woman's story. So intergenerational learning is still important for connection and visibility as well. Um, so, um, well, you know, if you've got any moments um, that really meant something to you um, out there, um, get them in by all the means of communication. Um, out of the pan, 855 at Gmail, 61456751215. Tweet at Sal Gold said so. And post on Facebook, Sally Goldner and Out of the Pan 3CR 855AM Melbourne. And also, um, Hoffler's come in with a couple of comments about his alumni, uh, Melbourne Uni Rocks. Yes, um, well, largely Rocks, but, um, you know, there are some areas of, far be it for me to say areas of turf where it's not so rocky, where it is rocky or not so rocky or something like that. Um, and um, um, Hoffler's also said, first saw... Um, saw it amongst mum's friends who spoke about it from a sociological perspective. So that could be something you could have, um, you know, sort of parent people of older generations who work in, say, counselling or social work or something like that. So lots of possibilities. What sort of things worked for you when it came to queer visibility? Um, Really um, important to still have. Welcome your thoughts. In the meantime, let's have some more music. Here's a wonderful track from Troy Cassar Daly and Ian Moss, South, from Troy's awesome album, um, The World Today. 
3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. In the last big flood Doing my time On a drill rig Way down in that north coast mud On the southern side A cable snap And we watched a man fall in I tell you That's one bell You can't unring Yeah, I got some work Out of sawmill Slaving in the sun all day no amount of paycheck money's gonna chase these blues away. I got two kids and a wife at home, living hands to mouth. Breaking my bag, watching it all go south. Watching it all go south. Staring at an open door. I think about My pride says, stick it out. I sip on my last beer. Year after year. Watching it all go south. Watching it all go south. So I roll with it. Deal with it. Fight and learn. With my mind I saddled up And rode with it Even had a drink With it These days you'll find me Sitting by Watching it all go
Dum da 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 dum da 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 boom 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 boom. Hi, I'm Rod Quantock, and you're listening to fill in the dots. You know who you're listening to. Why do I have to tell you who you're listening to? You know who you're listening to. You're listening to yes, fill in the. 3CR Community Radio, you got it right, you've won a giraffe. Uh, we're at 855am, we're on digital radio and streaming at 3cr.org.au. 3CR has been making trouble since 1976 and occasionally I've been part of the trouble that's been made. It's a vital part of our uh, media landscape and I'd encourage you to get a hacksaw, an oxyacetylene torch and go up to the Dandenongs and, and bring down all those broadcast towers that aren't 3CR's towers and let's make 3CR the only source of information to an information-starved, dumbed-down Australian community. Written, authorised and spoken by Neil Mitchell. Yeah, I spent three and a half years living on the street and I know what it's like to have no hope and not to feel part of the society and I think that's where a lot of these people are. But I think we need to help people who are traumatised and help people get back on their feet and give them hope and help them um, feel like they're a part of the society again instead of just moving them on like they're an inconvenience. If it were not for ruminations, how would the views of those of us who have been homeless or are homeless, how would these views ever be aired? How would they ever be expressed? Subscribe to the station that gives airtime to people with a lived experience of homelessness. Support 3CR. Indeed, 3CR. 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. My pronouns are she, her. And um, we broadcast originally every Sunday from noon to one. And you can listen, as I say, by all those other means of um, communication and um, availability of the show. I've got to give thanks to Lauren, who's now transcribing um, the show in a much better way than my rough um, program can do every week. Um, so if you have friends who are um, you know, hearing impaired, hard of hearing, deaf, similar, let them know that there is now a quality transcript. Um, we've got to love those um, for the show. Um, so, um, we just heard from the fantastic album, um, by Trocassar Daily, um, with Ian Moss, South, um, that's two awesome musicians there for sure. Um, so Hoffler's just come in and says, where was my first contact, um, with the queer community? Um, well, first one that really sort of resonated, um, for me was, um, you know, sort of that, um, I was... You know, in the first part of 1995, in into my 29th year, I was not in a good way. I'd sort of buried some, I'll call it the whatever it was to do with gender, and that's really all I knew at the time. And a friend of a friend um, came, saw I was in trouble and not in a good way and um, was very supportive and came out to me as bi. Now, no, not the same thing, of course, um, you know, trans being gender and sexuality um, by being sexual slash romantic orientation but at least it was a sense of connection and that person got me through until the 27th um, of April 1995 when um, thanks to that friend we tracked down a psychologist who had done her master's in gender and sexuality at university 
Unfortunately, Hofflin, not Melbourne, that other one that begins with M out in Clayton, but they're very nice too, and they're doing great work on inclusivity. Um, and I went to see her, I remember this, Thursday, 27 April 1995, 10 o'clock appointment time, and she was so good. She just listened. She didn't rush in and make me fill out paperwork or draw a family tree diagram. She could just say I needed to pour it all out, which was really good. And then after 20 minutes, and I went, Phew. her exact words, I pretty much um, noted them um, very quickly afterwards. I know this isn't a perfect definition. Nowadays, I said, well, some men are more feminine than masculine. Some need to be female. That's transgender. Now, of course, that's very rough and ready and only covers those some of those assigned male, but it put the light on. And that was where things really turned around, um, as I say, um, just over 26 years ago. And so when it came time to come out as bi in 1997, um, I hadn't really thought about sexuality. It was like the proverbial fog was being blown away layer by layer. Or if you like, to use an analogy from The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, when Aslan finally arrives and 100 years of winter um, suddenly sort of turn, go through spring into summer um, in, a, in a hurry. Um, well, um, you know, sort of... Um, you know, that's where it all started, and it sort of rolled on from there. Um, and Hoffler said that mum is pretty progressive with parenting skills, so had a lot of support. Well, you know, that's all, you know, it's very, you know, that is what is needed. People who are informed, keep, keeping up to date. I mean, anyone supporting someone else needs to be doing that. Um, so, yeah, really, really important that that happens. Um, so... What are um, we've had another message in from, um, you know, sort of um, from Mel about Elliot Page speaking about um, trailblazers like black trans women, Marsha P. Johnson, and yes, that is lacking in the Australian mainstream content. And Mel said that um, first contact was at university, seeing so many people just being themselves as universities are a very progressive culture these days with clear queer clubs and societies, etc. You know, and that is a fair call. There is at least, we'll say, on campuses, some degree of safe space. But um, lots of people need visibility, and we um, did hear um, just a little while ago on our messages about homelessness and ruminations, the show on 3CR that covers um, those issues. And it was good to note last week and um, that um, there was the launch of an LGBTI homelessness support program by the government and this article in The Age, and I will say, I think, fair to say, content warning for homelessness. Um, Elvis Martin, um, you know, sadly was, um, and also queer phobia, sadly was disowned by his family at 17 for being gay, now 25, um, lived on the streets of Docklands for three months before recovering from depression. And, yeah, the state government, um, you know, sort of has announced that um, the program will be run by an LGBTI organisation and a specialist homeless service. Now, this is sort of what we need. We need LGBTI and, I hate the term mainstream, but it's what people understand, sort of working together. Um, and so, um, you know, there'll be a tender process as to who it will be. And that's interesting to see what happens. But I think that is really, really important. Um so um, these are the sort of things we need. Um, you know, sort of Richard Wynne has now announced this, um, you know, sort of program that will be run jointly. And, you know, the LGBTI communities, partic- um, I'm not so sure about intersex. Um, I might be a little cautious there. Sometimes 
intersex issues may be similar but maybe a little different to um, issues to do with attraction and gender. Um, so, um, you know, but it says, um, tw- um, I'll, I'll use the term rainbow people, twice as likely to experience as homeless than the rest of the population because of discrimination, family rejection and violence. And so specialist services will help, um, The um, says Richard Wynne, um, quote, specialist services will help people, rec- uh, give people the help they need to recover pa- fast, to recover and move on from homelessness. Now, that's a great thing. And we need services that are, of course, inclusive. And, of course, you know, so many of our services of all sorts are gendered, to use that word, um, which is hugely problematic and you know, doesn't really assist anyone. Um, so that's a sort of, it's not quite the vi- you know, visibility, but it is in a way too. Well, something else um, in terms of visibility, which we'll keep running with this theme just for a bit, I got an email last night um, from um, Luciano, I hope the pronunciation is there, I think that would be it, um, who along with Georgia Keats and the Australian Queer Archive, um, good to see that name change, formerly ALGA, um, has a wonderful project going on and I think this is a form of visibility in lots of ways that is highly productive as well. And it's called the Queer Ways Community Art Project. And it maps the queer history of Melbourne, combining our community stories, voices, past and present into a permanent interactive record of being queer in Melbourne. And you can visit www.queerways.melbourne now to record your story in queer history. Now, I think this is a really good thing on so many levels, um, you know, that... Um, you know, that we document this queer history and, you know, have the connection to, you know, various places um, around. And so they're mapping the queer cartography of Melbourne historical, contemporary, queer landmarks, places of significance into an interactive illustrated map. And so we've got to get the information first through collaboration with um, queer archives as as well as a digital consultation with our communities. Um, Collected data available, um, will be available and you can, as I say, go to, um, let's give that website again, www.queerways, or one word, Melbourne. And so whilst not the first, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, thing that I had contact with early in, you know, my journeys in 1996, and I was still only occasionally going out as female, uh, a pub in Kensington um, called the Centennial Hotel um, decided it was wanted a change of clientele. They, this was how it was told to me. They got sick of the wharfies brawling in all the bars, so they cleaned up all but one bar and got a new clientele. And they approached some of the trans social and support groups, and it was a great place because there wasn't really anything specifically at that point. I think the long-running Trisha's Coffee Shop in North Melbourne had closed, so you could just go there on a Friday night, have a um, the proverbial pub grub, um, more than the Palmer though, a great range. And then sometimes there was music on afterwards and that sort of thing. Just go out and socialise in a relatively public but safe setting, remembering this was about 96-7. Sadly, the building got turned into some sort of apartments and um, when the owners sold the pub. So a bit disappointing, but I hope that that landmark does get mentioned somehow um, and we can find some pictures of it and that sort of thing. I believe if you Google Centennial Hotel on Google Maps, it comes up as permanently closed. Uh, funny about that. Uh, Google Maps staying up to date after 24 years or something like that. 
Uh, Mel's emailed in. It's fantastic to hear about the homelessness um, funding. We live in a wealthy city and we can't leave people behind. Housing is a right for everyone. Here, here. Um, certainly go with that. Um, so, um, and well, um, Hoffler's come in with one um, which will come in. Let's have get interesting to get people's thoughts on this. Um, you know, sort of what about the new Pride Centre? Um, um, any updates on that space and how it will be beneficial for our history? Well, I think the first thing is I understand the archives will have um, stuff permanently on display in either a spe- specific space and or possibly around the building. I'm not um, sort of up with that, but um, it is, of course, due to open. And in three weeks from today, I'll have to be doing a repeat or, or something or pre-recording because it is the Pride March, granted without crowds this year, but... Yours truly will be there, um, there as in LGB, um, TIQA+. Um, and so any updates on that space, how it will be beneficial for our history? Well, I think obviously it will provide some visibility and connection, or we can certainly hope for that. All right, um, let's have a listen to some more music. Um, let's lay it back with the beautiful voice of Annie Lennox from, um, well, the last century at least, and a track that asks a simple question in one word, why? 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And we just heard from Annie Lennox and why. What a beautiful, beautiful track. And I suppose in terms, that's audibility, I suppose, if we're talking about um, connection to queer communities. But of course, visibility, um, Annie Lennox with the, you know, in the suit on, you know, some of those video clips that sort of will say, I don't know what we could say, non-binary gender expression type of look could be a reasonable description. I think probably gave visibility to a lot of people. And of course, um, David Bowie and um, others in earlier times would have as well. So definitely um, we need that sort of presence. The other presence that you can have, of course, is art. And I was oot and a boot on uh, Thursday night having dinner with friends and then we went down to Southbank to see Yana Alana and friends in, well, gosh, I'm such a prude and an oldie because I was brought up with four little words being rude. But the show, in context, um, is called Fuck Fabulous. And, um, well, fuck it is. Um, I mean, you know, Yana Alana fits in with that old Australian saying about Beer. All beer is good, but some is better than others. Well, all Yana Alana shows are good, and some are even better than others, and some moments are even better, better, and best than others, or something like that. And I say that because there was one moment in particular. There are two shows left today, Sunday the 2nd of May. If you're listening live, you may still be able to get tickets. Um, so, um, you know, hop along and try to get them. So I won't spoil it until next week, and who knows, Yana may be heading around around at least around the country, um, and in the next um, sort of um, few months doing the show. But there's one show, we'll just say with re- um, with some degree of connection to our Prime Minister, um, which just, oh gosh, I hadn't laughed that much in well, at least 14 months, um, and so very much needed. Uh, so yeah, very, very funny. Um, lots of great performances, lots of body positivity as well, which we can't get enough of. Um, from all the performers, which was pretty, um, you know, I think pretty open and I'll say equalising when it comes to bodies of all, we'll say, physical sex characteristics, gender identities and shapes and sizes and all that sort of thing, which is really good. So, you know, can you, um, you know, sort of, um, um, you know, sort of um, have enough of that? Really important, of course, that's part of the Midsummer Festival, which is happening in this mid-autumn, and as, of course, we're heading into Hobbit month, Hobbit season, duck season. Um, so, um, no, I had a Hobbit month, of course, on the 17th of May, um, which um, all these things do provide visibility and connection. Now, some might say, well, you've got to be tapped in first, but, um, you know, there is at least some hope when um, you can tap into these things that um, you will get that sort of visibility so you've got to have them there to start with and then, you know, communicate it. I often say that's such an important thing in, you know, our work. Some people say, oh, well, if we put a rainbow sticker on the door, we're now rainbow, uh, we're now queer inclusive. Uh, no, not quite. Um, you know, so, um, uh, you know, you've got to do the work to be inclusive. It's no use, for example, being um, saying you're inclusive and putting a rainbow sticker on the door and your forms only have male or female or Mr. and Ms. and Miss. Some still only have Mr. and Mrs. It's like, gosh almighty, which century are we in? And the question is, of course, is why do you need to collect gender and mailing title at all sometimes? Um, anyway, 
Um, so I think Midsummer is fantastic. It's rolling on for a few weeks, and of course I'll have to organise myself in a few weeks um, because it's Pride March in three weeks. So you'll either get a pre a pre recorded, a repeat, or something like that. So be don't say you weren't warned because I'm going to be there. Um, and it's a half virtual. Um, the marches will be marching, but no crowds. So, but you will be able to, um, it will be live streamed so you can tune in and go woo woo at your favorite groups, um, or and double woo woo or non binary woo woo, um, if or something like that. So, that will be awesome, awesomes as well. Um, and quite a big buy contingent this year, which is really good. And I've got to say, go back to talk about visibility. Well, I uh, remember last year the asexual group, Melbourne Aces, were marching in front of us, and someone in ace colours. And also with relatively high heels on, was literally jumping up and down going, there's my tribe, there's my tribe. And I thought, be careful jumping up and down in those heels, person. Um, you know, you could do yourself an injury. Um, but the St. John's Ambulance people would have been there. Um, so um, 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 Hoffler's um, messaged in. I agree with Mel about Oprah. Georgie Stone's mum said her first point of any con- of contact with any queer representation was watching her show. Seeing a trans story, it led her to read research more about her own child, and she spoke on this about a, you know at a forum last year. Yeah, so Beck Robertson, um, who along with Georgie, there's more visibility, visibility leading to visibility, leading to visibility, leading to connection, leading to connection, ripple spreading, and all that sort of thing. I think these sorts of things are important. Um, yours truly um, was on a, an event last week for City of Banyul as part of Midsummer, an intergenerational panel. Now, Banyul is an area which was rated, actually, as the top local government area, I think, in either Melbourne or Victoria. Um, can't quite remember, but certainly at the top. And it's sort of quietly there because, I mean, yes, we know there's often a, um, a belief that, say, Darabin and Mourned, and they do have lots of queers there. Um, and yet Banyul's sort of next door on one border, if you want to put it that way, to Darabin. And yet, you know, Banyul might be just quietly chugging along, but they've done really good work and declaring, well, declaring interest. I got paid to be on the panel and I've done paid work for City of Banyul as in my work as an educator. So they're, they're doing the work to be inclusive and then communicating. I mean, gosh, you know, textbook stuff um, from them. Um, my home patch of Manningham is moving. They'll be in Pride March for the first time this year, which will be awesome to see. Um, so that will be exciting as well. And, um, you know, there's also other things happening there, um, which is really cool. So gradually spreading and, you know, um, credit to the Victorian Pride Lobby for their work getting um, visibility at local government level, uh, which is really good. Um, All right, let's have some more music. Um, Here's two classic Australian musicians, Shane Howard from his album Dark Matter of last year, um, guesting along with and along with Shane, guesting is John Schumann and times like these. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. <laughs> Trample all over this sacred ground 
I listen for the outbreaks of shock horror howl But I hardly hear a murmur or a sound In times like these Like these The captain and the crew They're tearing up the chart The sexton is broken and we can't see the stars On the southern skyline There are storm clouds dark We're running out of courage And we're running out of heart Please, just need something, something to believe Someone to write me songs Times like these Times like these Well, down came the money men Mounted on their thoroughbreds Loudly denying what the rest of us can see There goes the atmosphere, there go the seas There goes all we fought for, dying by degrees There go your rights and there go your wages There goes everything you thought worth saving Fossil fools who don't know what they're doing Driving us all into the ruin of times like these Times like these Once upon a time in a land like this of May, National Walk Safely to School Day. Walking regularly to school is a great way to exercise. But until they're 10, children must always hold an adult's hand when crossing the road. Friday the 14th of May is the 22nd anniversary of National Walk Safely to School Day. If you can't walk all the way, combine a walk with public transport. If you must use a car, leave it a good distance from school and walk the rest of the way. And remember, active kids are smarter kids. Find us at walk.com.au, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. A 3CR supporter. Are you into riffs, licks and bands smashing skins with sticks? 
Are you wanting more rock booming from your box? Well, if so, tune into Rockbox, kicking off weekly, 12 a.m. every single Sunday night, showcasing a diverse range of pure rock from Australia and OS bands. We're talking sludge rock, raw rock, modern, old, psychedelic rock, stoner, chill, crust, even a bit of punk rock, and whatever else is rock-orientated. With myself, Fee, presenting this magazine-styled radio show, also have segments and interviews. So check it out, Rockbox exclusively on 3CR, 855 AM. Put some rock in your box, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. And from one till two every Sunday afternoon is Freedom of Species. And today uh, they will be having a chat about dolphin protection. Um, we love our um, dolphins and nice nice creatures. Um, they call them flipper. Um, but no, we'll be talking about um, um, how we can protect dolphins, probably, in my opinion, I'm not an expert, maybe better than what was protected on our flipper was protected when they made the show way back when. I'm giving my age away too much. Um, nothing wrong with age, it's giving it away that's the problem. Um, or giving things away. Anyway, um, also just um, with the uh, mention, once again, let's mention that um, sort of great um, project um, from Luciano and Georgia, um, Queerways Art Project. Queerways.melbourne is the website to supply information. Uh, I'm hoping to get um, one or both of Luciano and George on the show in a future week to have a chat about their project. But if you've got queer stuff, um, well, get it. Um, tell your friends to get, to let me know about it. Um, also, if there are people, you know, sort of you think have great things to offer in terms of leadership and you'd like to see me interview them, yes, I'd love to, um, well, get um, Sarah McBride, US trans senator on the show or something like that. But, um, yeah, maybe um, sometimes not possible. Lots of events. Of course, things are beginning to move back into gear. Bent TV still rocking along um, on Friday nights. And for trans people, Seahorse next Saturday. Check your local guide um, for things what are coming up. And, of course, Midsummer rolling on. Check out midsummer.org.au and remember to download that spreadsheet because we love spreadsheets. So better move out of here and make way for Freedom of Species to talk dolphins and anything else animal advocacy as they do. Um, Oh, very quickly, um, Tasmanian election last night. Now, some people will be going, oh, the Liberals won. But on a quality Tasmania um, live um, web stream, um, I have the report from someone there, quote, the Liberals have said they're open-minded on banning conversion practices and intersex surgeries, will not water down our gender laws and are concerned about the religious discrimination bill. The Liberals. So, you know, look, the last thing, I, in, certainly in terms of the federal Liberal Party, I'm, I think it would be fair to say I'm hardly a cheerleader in all honesty, but... Um, you know, look, that's the Tasmanian Liberals, and it has to be said, even allowing for Tasmania's interesting electoral system, um, that good gender laws got through under a Liberal Party major, um, government. Sure, the Speaker, Sue, then Speaker, Sue Hickey, um, helped assist things in their lower house, and it got through. So it's nothing's impossible. Um, what is it except for um, getting rid of a Reader's Digest subscription or something like that? Um, I think that's a two Ronnie's joke. Anyway. I'd better get out of here. I'm giving my, my vintage away too much today. So, yeah, Freedom of Species coming up with dolphin protection issues um, and psychedelia at two, queering the air at three. 
Um, thanks for tuning in today. Thanks to um, Mel and Hoffler for their comments. And thanks for listening in, whoever and wherever you are. I'm Sally Goldner, and we'll take it out today with um, a slightly longer track from Sting, um, a version from the Bring on the Night album, and a track originally done by the police, Driven to Tears. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Thank you.